0: Hello and welcome to For the Record, our bi weekly show in which we take one recently released album and discuss it in depth. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9 30 a.m. on BFF.fm or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. This week we're talking about the self titled album from Fox Warren, which starts out with a song called To Be.
1: Can't
0: came to our attention because it's one of the projects of Andy Schauf, who has, he's a Canadian singer-songwriter who has his own solo career, and we actually saw him at South by Southwest back in 2015 at a little coffee shop that was, it was so annoying to be there because they wouldn't stop making espresso during his set, and he has such a quiet kind of beautiful voice, and then you'd hear the espresso machine going, but we went to see him on the advice of... Uh, Robin Hilton of All Songs Considered who then we ran into in line and so it was a really nice moment to be able to chat with him about that we were coming to see this singer songwriter that he had recommended and so he always stood out in my mind out of all the hundreds of bands we've seen at South by as you know someone who we particularly enjoyed seeing and it had that moment to it
2: yeah it was you know less than ideal circumstances and yet he still had a lot of appeal as a performer And, of course, I was certainly curious because, in my mind, he was so tied into... I mean, we went to this music festival and then saw him in a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. like The most sort of stereotypical singer-songwriter environment, Mm -hmm. uh, just some guy with his guitar. And so, in my mind, he was always tied to that. And to see this as really a band, Mm -hmm. as a very different kind of experience...
0: Yeah, and he's playing with his childhood friends who are two siblings, Avery and Daryl Kissick, and then another guy named Dallas Bryson, and they all grew up in the Canadian Prairie in these small towns and then ended up together in Regina, Saskatchewan, and I feel like this record really has the sound of the desolate Canadian Prairie.
3: Yeah,
0: which is
2: weird, though, because, yeah, they're Canadian, and this is a winter album, Mm -hmm. and yet... There's something so warm. It's like being by a fire. Mm-hmm. About the sound here, like uh, I don't know what processing is being done on the voice. It's subtle, but it just gives it this real depth. And well, and it's
0: really close mic too, which helps.
2: Yeah. What what whatever they're doing, it just sounds really inviting. Like I just want to crawl into it. And it's not the most complicated song. It's just this, and and really just centers on that simple to be alone to be alone to be alone which is again such a like a downer kind of message but it's just i want to crawl inside of that Mm -hmm. chorus and it just kind of keeps going and going uh we only it only goes a few times that first chorus the second chorus just keeps happening keeps chord changes sneaking in and it has you know, again, I think a very mostly organic vibe with kind of guitar and piano. But then as the song goes on, there's this weird kind of synth arpeggiator dancing between the two ears. Mm -hmm. And it's took a few listens for me to pick up on it. And yet it's kind of stealing away that like it seems this warm, organic, down by the fire kind of sound, but there's this just kind of dancing in the background. And then the way the song ends is just everything strips away. And all you hear is this kind of, pretty, but vaguely unsettling, very synthetic sound.
0: Yeah, there's a richness to the vocal harmonies. And in that way, it reminds me a lot of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and just the that home, as you said, by the fire feeling. But then there's such a depth to it because there are all these other sort of instrument, interesting electronic effects. And in this song, it starts out as kind of like an acoustic kind of quiet folk song and then you have that guitar jam and I, it, it just e- each of the songs goes off in unexpected directions and that's certainly the case with the next track we'll play which is called Everything Apart
1: if we say-
2: This song was such a revelation. I think the first time I was listening because, uh, the first couple tracks, this comes in, I think it's the third track are very much like, okay, a singer songwriter has a band. He wants to flash out his sound. This is kind of what I was expecting. And then this song is kind of the, uh, like an LCD sound system where it almost sounds like it's a sequencer, except everything is organic instruments. So it's like real, real bass, real drums. And then that insane, um, just guitar feedback mm-hmm. little bridge there and then a, a later in the song just almost almost zero effects guitar and bass instrumental bridge and so it is so refreshing and so different and i, I think i read an interview that they were thinking about not releasing the song because it was so weird and then it ended up, I think, being the lead single and lead and first video from the album. So I love that, just taking the risk and then going for it. And I think it was really successful.
0: I think what stood out for me about this song is the way that it's so unsettling and alienating in a way. And you talk about the first couple tracks being very inviting and warm. And this sound, this song, it's there are so many things working together to convey a feeling of just kind of not quite being able to relax. There's the the syncopated rhythm is a little bit off kilter from the bass and from the vocals. And they're all just a little bit, not out of sync, but... But no,
2: I think it's on the downbeat because when I first heard it, I'm like, oh, it's totally syncopated. And then I listened to the drum and it's like, no, it's a totally just even drum beat. But it starts off with the bass and then the drum comes in at a different, like, on the yeah. downbeat. Yeah. And so you're you're used to being in one place, and then they never meet up. And so you're constantly, the bass and the drums are tearing you in opposite directions for the entirety of the song.
0: And then on top of that, there's this synth drone that's in the background that's very quiet, but it's noticeable, and that also just makes it feel like there's, like, a whine that's just very unsettling.
2: Yeah, that it's there in the background. We hear, did hear that one verse where it's like, oh, we're going to put the synths up front, but mostly the synths take a backseat, but, yeah, just just everything is pulling you in opposite directions. And it's sort of funny because that first song is about to be alone, but it's so warm and cozy and organic. And here is like everything apart from me belongs to someone else. It's that same sort of feeling of alienation, but now the music is not fighting with that, but the music is just driving it home in so many different ways. And this is a great song. And I am so glad that they took the risk.
0: I think that we have an affinity for songs where – or albums where it seems simple at first and then you dig down and on repeated listens there are so many other elements that are working together that you can pay attention to and I felt like that was really the case with this album
2: yeah I I just I think I remember like trying to I put I made the mistake of trying to listen to this while falling asleep and it just this song in particular just when I was kind of starting to doze off it put me into a very strange and not very comfortable but kind of awesome place Mm -hmm. So, you know, we will skip a few tracks here and the next track we'll play is called Lost on You.
0: So much going on on this track it was really tough for us to pick a portion to play there and the the way that it it we faded out over those strings which I can't tell if our if they're synth or organic and then they go on for a little while and then the song comes back for just a little bit of a coda near the end and it's just very strange
2: yeah I, I really like this one because it's so toying with that contrast between what I feel like, I mean, those strings, if those are the synths are the best strings, they're yeah. really good. Uh, but it just, again, that sort of warmth we've talked about before contrasted with this ultra synthetic synth sound with uh, really just aggressively kind of almost unpleasant arpeggiator. Like it's really kind of grating. And then that's contrasted with these Verses which have a piano and someone who I think plays the piano pretty well. Cause they do this very lovely piano arpeggio mm-hmm. and that those coexist in the song. I, it's one of the more kind of awkward combinations maybe, but it's still lovely. And I like that. It's just kind of slow and contemplative. And it's, I think a chance for this band they don't need to put too much into a song. Like this mm-hmm. song, like, lyrically, it's just kind of a couple of verses and then the first verse again. And it just has these moments to breathe. And it just is all about setting this mood. And I think a lot of the album is about that. It's, it's not about here's a specific expectation of what you're going to do or, or what this song means. It's more just... Here, here's some words that are gonna help evoke a mood. Yeah, here's the some lyrics crazy are sounds. very
0: kind of vague and evocative, yeah. and and I like the, the there's there are so much tension in different portions of these songs. That and you talked about kind of the difference between the organic and the synthetic so- sounds, and then in this song also there's this real slow. Verses that you mentioned they have time to breathe, and it's almost too slow, it almost feels slow down. But then, contrasted by the synth, contrasted with the synth arpeggiator, which is very quick,
2: yeah, I and mean, it gives the illusion of quickness because, of course, like it's just kind of this texture of even mm-hmm. as the song is still moving at a very slow pace. And mm-hmm. so, that's yeah, your are you're which, page, how am I supposed to feel? Am I supposed to be sped up or slowed down? And you're kind of whipsawed that way
0: yeah it's very interesting they're doing a lot here so the next track we'll play is called your small town The band themselves have stated that this is a debut album, but there's a nine song. You could call it an EP. It's only like 24 minutes that they put out in 2011 called Fox Warren has been defeated. And it had this song on it, a different version of the song, which sounds very different. And it's interesting to listen to the two together to see how the evolution of the band's sound has it's come qu- quite a long way The original version is just kind of more demo sounding It doesn't have the richness And then you listen to this version Which has the close mic vocals that I really like And so much richness, so much more r- richness of sound And the bass adds a lot There's a much more interesting rhythm section And I think this song is ultimately much more successful
2: Yeah, it has this real country vibe That is not found anywhere else on the album But that slide guitar and they're kind of very honky-tonk, plinky piano, and then weirdly those are coupled though with super synth sounding. I think it's like synth strings, but they just are very synth and mm-hmm. very out of place with the rest of the song that has that kind of, as a countryish vibe. But then you know you contrast that, I think with the old version that was like banjo, mm-hmm. and then weird, just like discordant. I think there's was like a minute of just insane noise at the end. And so they, I think, they had the ideas here of like we're going to combine that sort of old country sound with this vaguely futuristic, but it's I think a less aggressive merger here, and so and it has that warmth, the warmth that we almost every track has that, and it's I just want to crawl inside this album.
0: You and you can see the origins of the ideas of thinking about sort of singer songwriter tropes and country tropes and mixing them with more interesting ideas to create a whole that doesn't feel disjointed or patchwork together but comes together in a holistic way to create a more interesting and richer sound
2: yeah it's i think this song i think from has sort of the most traditional sort of theme that i can pick up on of just like all right well if you're gonna leave then leave me be it's just like of saying goodbye to someone and and like our paths have diverged and you went in one path and i want another and I, I, but it's well told, and I, it's okay to go to the well if it's a good well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I think, a warmer, at least a more hopeful, maybe than the next track we'll play, which I think goes to a dark place. It's called Sunset Canyon. <laughs>
1: Can if I drink away the afternoon, stumble out the evening? Could I find you on the other end of my cigarette, half lit, see it flicker till it falls apart? I'll be right. sunset came
2: After a number a of tracks night. where it's all about I'm alone, I'm can't connect to people and kind of put even pushing people away i feel like this is a uh, really dark to me take where it just feels like the most sort of disillusion of someone who is kind of has pushed someone away because he's talking about like oh i'm like out in la sunset canyon and drinking in the afternoon and this just this vision of the sunset cigarette greets the morning light that he's just like the sense of just partying and being in a really bad place. And then the one person he cares about is gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, will you be at the end of this cigarette that I'm smoking? Mm-hmm. And it's so just heartbreaking. And then that sly guitar, it just comes in and it's just so emotional and so pretty. And I really like this track. It just slows down. and
0: So it's a much darker reading of this song than I had, but that's fine. <laughs> I feel like there's the the rhythm of it and the warmth and the kind of the hand claps make it feel like it's just sort of more of a feeling of acceptance, but you know, we there's always room for interpretation, but I really like this song. It's Mm -hmm. just so pretty and it comes across as simple, but it actually has a lot of depth to it. Just like all of the songs on this record. Yeah. I
2: I like the different, tones because there are bits where there these two different guitars playing very different styles together um and then it's that verse we heard where it's just a bass and a drum and it's like a very warm rich bass drum with a super like synthy snare and i feel like the hand claps i don't i think those are just like a synth hand clap mm-hmm. so everything. Really, it's sort of this combination again the very organic and the very processed and uh, you know, and I don't think it's it's hopeless, but it's just it's someone who's right now he's not in a great place is how I've I felt it, and I feel like it's possible to be warm and dark at the mm. same time, and it's even though it's you know Sunset Canyon feels like oh like. It, again, it felt to me very LA, like always out in Los Angeles trying to do his music career. I do think yet, that's true, but that's fine. But that's the, the, how it felt to me. Like mm-hmm. this entire feel, feel it feels like someone looking out at the ocean. And yet the entire the song, the lyrics are about like being up all night, like drinking in the afternoon and staying up all night. And that's, uh, I, I don't know. It's hard for me not to go to that dark place. Not hopeless, but dark for sure.
0: So the next that track will play is the penultimate track and it's called Fall Into a Dream.
2: I think a nice compliment to sunset canyon i think for me i keep driving home i have an interpretation that i'm going to impose on everyone but no i really feel like this is another track which has just this fundamental darkness even as it's very warm uh but it's just lyrically about kind of hey i'm gonna just i, I don't need anyone i'm gonna just push away i'm gonna be alone i gonna be an empty room and at I the think, same time, I it, think
0: the whole album is meditations on a theme of loss and loneliness, yeah. and it's got this rich, these rich tones yeah. and kind of upbeat rhythms. Yeah. But I feel like it gets it. Throughout. I feel like it
2: gets darker, though. I don't know for whatever reason, like they feel more viscerally. Like mm-hmm. each song gets more and more kind of a punch in the gut for me, mm-hmm. and I I appreciate that there is the leavening of this just lovely kind of this very cute synth down this sort of, that's over the verses, this super warm guitar tone and another track where we have kind of these, uh, a very like almost acoustic unprocessed guitar, and then a very kind of warm uh, electric guitar playing off of each other, which is, I think, a, a really just has a high energy than the slower verses. Um, these choruses have this fantastic vocal harmony. And it's just like, oh, I'm like, it almost... Yeah, like the Beach Boys are like one of those kind of just warm vocal harmonies. And then it it goes into this crazy, you know, psych, psychedelic freak out that occupies the second half of the song. And again, these things, it's not what I expected. It's never what I expected. And that for me is why this album was such a great experience to listen to, because... You know, we talked about seven of the 10 songs and it was tough to pick because all of them have these little touches and, oh, this wasn't something I expected. Oh.
0: But I think the unexpectedness never comes out of left field. And in that track in particular, I think the the wah-wah kind of guitar sounds echo the guitar that's in the beginning. That's more of like a jaunty little melody. And I think there's pairings throughout all of these tracks where the thing that comes in that you didn't expect actually kind of is is in a more expected place in different parts of the song. And that that's what makes it sound cohesive and not a disjointed, like, just jamming different things in.
2: Yeah, I guess it, it's, it's surprising the first time you listen and then you come back and like, oh, well, of course, this, this made complete sense. Like, what else what are they going to do? And I think that's, again, making it look easy, making it look like, oh, we're just pulling something out of our butt. No, we're actually doing the absolute rational thing you should do here. And that's you know, that's songwriting. That's impressive songwriting Mm -hmm. to to have something that is so delightful and surprising on the first listen and then repeat listens. It just becomes more and more clear that these are artists in control of their craft.
0: And people who have been playing together for a decade and have known each other for a long time and have that kind of rapport that you can can have. And, And we talked about this in the when we discussed the Beths that they had met in jazz school and they had been playing together for a long time and I think you that allows you to have a communication and a vocabulary Mm -hmm. that you can't necessarily have with a newly formed band
2: yeah it's really impressive and it's it's fun for them to say this is a debut album when it isn't but let's just say it is and say that they're coming under the gate strong and really uh, I think a fun way for us to Uh, I guess this may be well anyway we're saying goodbye to to the year in music 2018 and saying hello to 2019 and I think it's a great note to do it on I think this is an exciting album and I hope that Andy Shuff makes time out of his busy solo schedule maybe to do another album with these guys
0: this is definitely the best record that we've listened to in 2019 absolutely so we're gonna go out with the last track which is called give it a chance And we've been discussing Fox Warren, their self-titled album, and you've been listening to For the Record. Thanks for listening. Mm